Welcome to Unnatural 20s, a podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rules of a D20. My name is McKenna, aka Books, and I will be your DM for this episode. Joining me on this adventure to spread chaos and joy to my left is... Left, that's me. Hey, what's up? It's Cassie. I am here for the chaos. I don't know about the joy. Hi, I'm Caitlin, and I definitely love to bring joy to everyone. It's the holidays, and I am the joy ball. The joy ball. <laughs> yes. The joy, joy, joy ball. Yeah. Down in our hearts. Yes. Down in your heart. Where? I regret it immediately. You should. Yeah, you I should. do. I was going for Caitlin bringing the chaos. Okay. And we would bring the joy. Okay. Oh. Like we'll a joint effort it. because chaos has, uh, Caitlin has enough chaos. She really does. To match any level of joy we could possibly bring. It was pretty dumb of me to think that I could match that level. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bring, I'll attempt to bring the joy. It just <laughs> seems like something that's so out of my field. I do. Th- this is going to be a trying episode for all of us to okay. get in that bright happy place that i have planned for us but i think that's necessary right so yeah. it's christmas time we got to be cheerful and bright all right for those of you new to our show here's how it works we have an adventure log which is a list of 20 possible talking points and i as your dm will be rolling a d20 to determine which talking point we discuss cassie and caitlin are going to be journeying on this adventure and partaking in this adventure mm-hmm. and because i'm the dm i have the right to give them experience points for answers that i really enjoy but also i have the right to give them damage for any answers I feel like just don't match this joyful tone that I'm setting. And guys, this is a very exciting episode. Is it? It is. Do you know why? Why? Be- because we're all here together as friends. <laughs> so joyful, Cassie. Thank you. And <laughs> yep. Uh, this episode comes out just two days shy of our two-year anniversary oh! as podcasters. <laughs> wow. Happy anniversary! Congrats, you assholes. Yay! <laughs> so yeah, this is a big deal. It is. I feel like it's, I don't know. What if we don't make it, you guys? What if something happens before this episode? Right before those two days before. What if we lost like a co-host right before our anniversary? That that would be weird. (laughs) It never would have happened ever. What if? That that just can't occur, right? Never. No one would ever do that. Before an anniversary episode, no one would dare drop out of a podcast. (laughs) Nobody would still be bitter about it a year after either, right? No, no. They would definitely let it go if such an event that's so impossible would occur. No one would have kept the cake that was not eaten that day <laughs> no one will be drooling all over a microphone right no now. no one would be mentioning that at one point there might have been four voices and now there's three no one no, has no, no, been no. silence and we rise above them all <laughs> joy joy so chaos joy. <laughs> i don't even know what i'm supposed to be saying right now this is taking such a turn from where i was thinking i know what i should be saying in its words because that's what we do right <laughs> chaos you're not wrong chaos. you're not wrong so two years I was going to break down the math. I was going to try to get all smart and figure out how many like hours we've been podcasting. Oh, goddamn. I well, did it. 160. Yeah. What? 106. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot what number we are on. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of close. I was going to like really get mathematically correct. And, like, oh. We had a 56 minute episode. Yeah, I didn't. I was also no. going to try to like rewrite the rent song of 500. <laughs> and just like see you guys about how many things we've, uh, we've oh done. Oh my God. But I decided not to. Hey, books. <laughs> how do you measure? Measure two years. Exactly. In 365 plus two times. I mean, times two. <laughs> wow. This is hard, guys. I'm not a songwriter. what she did it. Do Why it. I didn't do this. Um, but you know, who knows? Maybe we'll get a little musical this episode without it. Um, because guys, do you hear that? <gasps> it's like a it's like a metal scraping sound. That sounds unpleasant. Like chains oh, dragging along that the ground. That sounds not joyful. Is it screwed? <laughs> and I think uh, the lights are flickering. Ah! Oh. It suddenly got very chilly in the studio. I can, I can feel goosebumps. Okay, Supernatural prepared me for this. Where is the salt? 
I definitely don't think we're alone. I wish I had grabbed some salt. I don't have any on me, um, but I, I do feel a presence here beyond just us. Mm-hmm. I think there's something here. I regret every time I've said I've opened to a seance because I don't think I am, guys. I take that back. You're backing out now? I'm backing right now? out now. And this I feel worst like time to something back is happening. I'm really cold, guys. And and wait, you guys, something is being typed out on my adventure log. Oh, God. I think I'm supposed to read it. Oh, it's so spooky. Uh, it's so spooky. We are the ghosts of podcast past, present, and future. Guys, the writing is right. There are ghosts right here with us in the studio. Three I of like this. There's three ghosts. In fact, I see a ghost right next to me, and it seems to be a ghost that is reading a very large leather-bound book. Uh, Cassie, Ron can you Burgundy. describe the uh, ghost next to you? It's really He's old as fuck, y'all. I don't want to <laughs> insult him, but dear Jesus, is he old. Must be the ghost of podcast past. Yeah, for sure. He's got like the beard down to the knees. Mad respect on the beard game, but everything else like fucking so wrinkly. I didn't know Ghost still had wrinkles, but he does. I wonder if that's a personal choice. It probably is. Um, Thank you. Caitlin, can you describe the ghost next to you? Yeah, it's um, probably a female. Can't really tell. We're just going to call them they. Okay. Uh, They look look kind of happy. Oh, okay. Happy to be dead. I can only imagine the joy (laughs) that that would bring. I don't don't know why, but there's just a a smile plastered on that face. It's kind of spooky. Maybe this particular ghost is sticking to our theme. Of bringing joy. Bringing the joy. Bringing the joy. Okay. Definitely got that plastered on the face. It's kind of lots of teeth. Lots of good teeth, though. All right. (laughs) I just pictured a shark. Just like rose. Yeah, like a terrifying, like, (laughs) that's what I'm seeing right now. It's a very (laughs) creepy one. I might also bite your head off, but haha, joy. I'm glad I got the old dude instead of that one, actually. I'm I'm just chilling over here reading. Not doing very good. (laughs) um, Oh, more typing. Guys, I'm getting some more messages. Okay. We've come to guide you through your past, present, and future as podcasters to prevent more mistakes and mishaps and celebrate how far you've come. From humble beginnings to inappropriate middles and chaotic presents, we are here to help you survive. We ask that the host of this episode start off by sharing something she has done in podcasting past that she regrets. Well, okay. Uh, Maybe, you know what? If I like... Just get this through the leaf, right? Yeah, like, I, I'm done playing with them. I don't like this one. <laughs> I don't like it. Very big smiles over back. I don't like any of these, actually. You're bringing I, the joy? Uh, joy. They're bringing the joy, 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 joy down in. I don't know. Something. Do they have hearts? Do they? That's a good question. Their souls? No, those are gone. Those are gone. Those no, are I for sure that's gone. The, the imprint they left on earth is part of their soul, right? Oh, God. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know how ghosts work. I'm not a scientist. But I'm going to go ahead and go and um, share a podcast regret. Guys, I deeply regret ever trying to do a country accent. Oh, uh, yeah. Show. Everyone does. Yeah. That, <laughs> it's a universal regret for our entire show, right? I, uh, that haunts me. It yeah. happened quite a while ago, and I still think about it. Oh, the full country episode? The full it's country full, episode. Yeah. It's yeah. an experience. I regretted being part of that. So I don't blame you. I fully <laughs> appreciate your feedback that it was awful. <laughs> and I uh, promise, if we're, if we're like moving forward out of this, um, I promise to never t- attempt a country accent again. Oh, oh bless, that's good. Yeah. Bless you. So, that's good. Um, your honest feedback immediately as soon as we hit recording of like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> it came out of my mouth and I was like, well, I've got to stick to it because it's all I have. But I hate this. We're going to play with this every now. second of it. So that's my podcast regret. I hope these ghosts are happy. They're typing out of my log again. Now, in order to recover from this, seeing the next verse, I told you there was going to be fucking music. I told you. Uh, Seeing the next verse we gave to you in the tune of 12 Days of Christmas. Do you guys want to help me out on this? Oh, God. I'm a little nervous to sing by myself. Yeah, let's go. What is the 12 Days of 12 Days of Christmas? (laughs) Okay, yeah, yeah, I got it. Um, I'm in it. So maybe they'll share the message with you. Uh Uh-huh. Do you guys... uh, do you guys get anything? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So one, two, three. On the first day of podcast, my co-host gave to me a four of four blankets. 
Fuzzy blankets. A fuzzy blanket. <laughs> Afford a fuzzy blanket. I feel like it sounds creepier when we all sing it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it in three, we're, we're not going to do that again. We're just going to take it one at a time. But it's true, guys. Remember how we wholesome we started? We yeah, started we started in a, a blanket fort. We started in the blankets. Now we're here. Now we're here. I feel like that was a good reminder. I have regrets about talking in a country accent for an entire episode. Mm-hmm. But these ghosts just brought me a joyful memory of the the blanket forts. We were blanket very forts. close to each other because it was a blanket fort. Also, well, there was a rock that could have <laughs> murdered us at any moment. Yeah, yeah. I was Dwayne the Rock t- Johnson. Yeah, but you know, it was it was a good place for us to start because living in fear the entire episode it brought an like edge that we that needed shaking it's, our voice it's back leave. here guys because this thing is scaring me <laughs> oh good so we're back in that place of podcast pass i feel like that's exactly where these ghosts want us to go so i think it's good for us to remember things we regret and then recover with things that are bright and cheerful and okay. near death okay maybe <laughs> exactly oh there's more typing guys i've got more messages from these ghosts Caitlin- damn aim is real hot with these ghosts <laughs> listen they probably died like 20 years ago and that's the only way to conveniently communicate very true quickly. you know this one over here definitely looks like that yeah i think that might be the one that's communicating with me though in very nice words um so throughout today's episode you will be sharing podcast past regrets and successes and facing reminders of your show's origins oh okay this is right. a little dark that does a little bit indeed. Uh, sort of like fails basically sounds like these ghosts are here to roast us and all the ways we failed which is but great my type of people is there a better way to get into the holiday spirit uh not if you ask my family exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of holiday spirit i associate with christmas and everything so speaking of fail fails i feel like we should naturally dive right into those and maybe if we really get all of our fails out right now the ghosts will go away altogether yeah okay and they won't have anything to roast us with right mm, hopefully <laughs> you'd think i can go into my fail because it's um it, there's like multiple layers to it. I failed a couple times that all led up to a great experience. So you guys know how before when my boss has offered up uh, to his son for me to date. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they tried to set me up. He did it again. And this was in the lunchroom with everybody there. And he was oh. like, oh, I should set you up with my son. And I was like, I didn't know what to say in that moment. It was very direct in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. So I just uh, laughed and brushed it off. It was like, haha, yeah, definitely. And then like tried to like change topics. Later on, the coworker, the people, the back office, like they were, I walked past and they were all like, how was lunch for you? How was that moment? And I was like, <laughs> fantastic. And they're like, you can go date him. And I was like, obviously he could take care of me. Like I will gladly retire at this age and let him take care of me and be my sugar daddy. At that moment, the boss had walked by, of course, oh, with no. his cubicles. It was cubicles. So I don't, you never know who's coming up. Yep. He came up then and he literally just popped his head into the cubicle I was at. It was like, so do you want his number? Oh! Which was fantastic because now like I didn't know how to like approach it. Like I don't know how to talk to him after that because like now he really does just think that I am only in it for the money. Like, but he was okay with with that. He's still fine with it. But yeah. And then um, I also it became worse. Like I already was like awkward vibes with him Mm -hmm. since then. But then over the weekend um, I worked one day and then when you work on the weekend, you don't expect the boss to come in because they're not going to do that. And uh, he did come in and he was looking very casual. And as soon as I like looked up, it was a surprise of not seeing him. Like he wasn't supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. My mind couldn't process any of this. And what came out was like, oh my God, knees. (laughs) So (laughs) the only explanation I have for this is like he wears shorts all the time, but it didn't look like, like, my brain processing it was like i've never seen him in shorts before i've never seen these knees before <laughs> and it came out like i was like in the victorian area era and like the thought, oh the my thought, god knees <laughs> his ankles and 
exactly. Like it was just like terrifying to my soul, like down to my <laughs> core. Offended so, you deeply. You have offended me by showing your knees. <laughs> this is a place of respectable business, sir. And there was nothing to come back to with that because he wears shorts almost every day. So it wasn't like he would be like, oh, yeah, it's weird, huh? Because <laughs> it's literally every single fucking day. So there was nothing to say after that. And then he was just like, well, um, I just came to stop by and pick up some keys. I'm out of here. Uh, you're good for the day. And I was like, yep, it's yeah. see you Monday. Oh. So I have not been able to make eye contact with them since. Can I give you wow. some advice? Yes, please. Uh, this is something my boyfriend has recently developed. I hate it, but it does work because it just makes situations somehow more awkward and ridiculous that oh. you kind of forget about the original awkwardness. Whenever something he doesn't know respond to, like how to respond to, he just starts singing Cotton Eye Joe. Just singing? Moment, it's just Cotton Eye Joe? That doesn't do anything it does. better. It doesn't do anything better. It gives better. you a vibe. That's for sure. <laughs> that's a that's an individual. Do you want to be the person who is known as just singing Cotton, Cotton Eye Joe? Joe? No. Listen, nobody remembers what the fuck happened before if you start singing Cotton Eye Joe. But it doesn't make your reputation any better. No, it doesn't. But at least, like, you've moved out of knees. <laughs> I think I'd rather live in knees. I would rather, rather I live in knees. He started doing it twice in that good situation of, like, what the fuck <laughs> I can maybe do it with people like closer to our age or younger but like yeah. my boss is not gonna know I'd have to explain Cotton Eye Joe to him oh like that's God. an even deeper conversation I'd rather have it as knees insult me so which... no singing no singing Cotton Eye Joe <laughs> bad idea yes <laughs> I... that was the worst advice I appreciate you the trying the are angry <laughs> I think I I'm they're not saying anything. I think I just threw them. I yeah. think they were ready to give advice to us. And the fact that I just gave bad shit advice, they don't or, even know where to go. Yeah. They're currently Googling what Cotton Eye Joe is too. So oh, yeah, that's probably true. My fail, aside from my brilliant advice, which I stand by, I think it takes <laughs> the stress out of those situations because it's just weird. My advice recently, money has become a little tight for me because, mm -hmm. you know, it's the holiday season. I got to buy presents. Everyone's just going to get a pair of socks, I think, for Christmas. Always down. Um, socks are very good. Socks are great. They make great presents. Just be happy with socks. But I've been like really tight on money. So I've been budgeting and I've been so good. I haven't been eating out. I've been saving. And then uh, yesterday I noticed that I cracked my windshield. <gasps> oh, it's the worst. Which is so terrible. And I like feel like I know the moment it happened and I really could have gotten that truck's number because I guess if you give your insurance the truck's number, yeah. they'll like take care of it. But I didn't because I didn't see the crack in the moment. Yeah, that sucks. So um, I'm about to have even more no money like even less money on the top of the no money i have here listen do you want me to i could hire a person uh-huh who could like really really throw a rock at it you can claim that uh-huh and then maybe get money that way i don't know how insurance I feel like we've, works because like we've uh called it this on a podcast maybe it's so no it's good valid. and fine and perfect <laughs> yeah there's no way this could come back and apparently only like ghosts listen to our podcast so i think we're in the clear, oh. we're in the clear. Oh, my fail. Yep. Um, guys, okay. So soccer, very fun, right? Very fun to play. Mm -hmm. Good sport. But you got to kick a ball into a goal, right? That's soccer. <laughs> that's the point. That's that's the soccer. So, so the cool soccer goal, it's fun to climb, right? Of course. Because as me. <laughs> that, as it was intended for. I was going to say, the first thing I think of when I see a soccer goal is, man, I got to climb that. Climb that's that. The, the, honestly, first thing I thought. Man, I do need to climb this. But every time you climb a soccer goal, of course, it always tips because it doesn't have enough weight on the back and your body's heavy. So we had the opportunity to be in front of a very, very good and very sturdy goalpost, right? Um, so I decided this is my chance, my opportunity to climb this goalpost. Mm -hmm. And did I climb it? No. 
yeah i spent like a <laughs> half an hour trying to climb this bitch and looking like a complete idiot like an adult just trying to climb this fucking white giant ass goalpost, getting my foot completely stuck in and i looked like spider-man and there was a lot of people around and i was at a park it was a public place and people saw me trying to climb this bitch and um it took me at least 30 to 45 minutes to climb i did eventually do it but uh the fail is that so many people saw and uh my friends were over there just playing soccer and i was over here being an idiot trying to climb this bitch yeah and i got lots of bruises too it did take a very long time but you were a very fun target to have in the goal it yeah was, i did get hit by balls oh nice so yeah. it was dual purpose you yeah. were climbing you yeah. were falling and you have you ever felt target. like a bullied child like <laughs> every time i'm on this show <laughs> same cool good <laughs> who could be doing that <laughs> i don't know cassie no one it's fine i'm good i'm good i'm good stop it don't look at me like that all right. Um, well, you know what, guys? That unfortunately didn't do the trick. As glad as I am to hear your fails and that I'm not alone in failing, ghosts are still here alone. and um, communicating. So I say we just get right into our adventure and let them hang out because I really don't know a way to get rid of them. Okay. Yeah, and I'm chilling with so, this dude. So. Okay. I mean, as long as you're happy with your wrinkly buddy. Yeah. Well, this one's smiling. No chomping yet, though. No biting. Nope. No so gnashing we're of teeth. I that's, feel that's, like that's when there will be beef. If she starts to go after Caitlin's food. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's that's a threat that nobody can forgive. This one's going down. All right. Well, I rolled a 17, which is change the ending. Um, and in this uh, number, we change the ending to any sort of movie or show or anything that we've recently watched. And guys, it's been a while since we hit this number. It Indeed. sure has. So my change the ending's kind of old okay um a while while back we i think you guys have watched it too we watched a terrible netflix film called falling in love yes yeah oh where they build up the end <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah they just she decides to suddenly move you to know, new, zealand. new zealand and uh guys, you guys fucking nailed that accent <laughs> oh thank you you're it's never gonna country country accent throw it in the trash that one new zealand is our new totally island <laughs> That's the only thing we can say twice. <laughs> That's it. We could just say New Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> getting no, worse. It's just getting, it's getting so much worse. All right. So um, if you haven't seen this movie, it's basically about a girl who just loses her job and breaks up with her boyfriend and wins an inn all in with like 24 hours. Yeah. Right. It's like yep. really, really fast. And then she just decides to move to New Zealand, discovers that this inn's actually a shithole. And she decides to like fix it up, sell it and then move back home. Yeah. Yep. But it's like the typical like plot point of a rom-com where yeah. like she's in a relationship with a terrible guy and then she finds this guy who's actually really great and perfect and wonderful. Um, and my advice or my change the ending, I don't think the or I think the boyfriend should be like more of a villain or less of a villain. Yeah. Rom-coms get stuck in this like, oh, he's terrible. He like the, literally there's a moment where he makes her eat a salad. Mm-hmm. at a restaurant instead of letting her get real food mm-hmm. and but then by the end it's like i just really want the best for you and here's yeah he took a person. turn by the end and where he like, was like fuck? He's somewhat he's okay he flew Not- to new zealand for her and then was like okay when she broke up with him yeah, yeah but then before that she like wanted to move in with him and he lost his shit and thought they were getting too serious even though they'd been dating for like three years mm-hmm. yeah and he wouldn't move in with her and he had commitment issues and he was always on his phone and ordered her salad at a restaurant instead of letting her have like a burger or whatever. But then the, by the end, he's like, I'll move to a different country just to get you back. And because I love you and I made a mistake. I was like, no, just make him an asshole. Yeah, no, he did need to stay because that was just a complete turn. Because then she was like, nah, like we're no good. And he was like, I respect that. I respect your choice. This is a great guy. Great in you have here. Bye. Great. Have a good life. I'm so happy for you. Have yeah. a good life. You want to do a threesome? <laughs> you cool with that? You in got multiple rooms, right? Cool. 
Can I stay there? That took a turn too. Uh, maybe that could have been a new ending. You know, it would have been like threesome. he wouldn't be like a villain, but it would have given him at least a more personality. It would be like okay, like yeah. okay, dude, like maybe she does want to have a threesome. Maybe yeah. she doesn't. Like yeah, give them both more depth. Okay, yeah, that's a different turn. Yeah. I wasn't thinking that, but you know, oh, go for well, it. Try well, it. All right. My yep. advice was just to make him a complete villain or change up the beginning so he's a nice guy and it makes sense for him to fly out to New Zealand. No, McKinnon. When you can switch it to a threesome, always switch it always to a threesome. Switch it to a threesome. Yeah. That's the- I Rule. didn't want to get any more kinky because there's always that creepy goat also hanging around the, just in the bedroom. Oh, so. <laughs> my God. Can we talk about the sex goat? Oh, shit. I thought you were talking oh. about like in our recording space. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Where the fuck is the no, goat? No, no, in the film. Yes, there is a goat who watches them. Would I have to watch him bang? Yes. Yeah, he just does because no. he's already in the bedroom all the time. No. So the goat, there's only one goat and they put a, they couldn't put the little bell around the neck. So the, the, the goat just roams freely mm-hmm. this guy when he finally like gets the girl in the end he brings a second goat so the two goats can go fuck and they can go fuck and everyone's happy brilliant plan actually i have no problem with that ending no that part <laughs> nailed it they got it <laughs> once definitely nailed. only good part of that uh movie was the fact that they brought in a second goat so the horny goat i guess can bang instead of watching them bang that yeah. is an escape goat you did it <laughs> you did it dog <laughs> i'm proud of you <laughs> it, dog redemption how does it feel thank you it's like a 15 episodes too late (laughs) okay my uh change the ending is gonna be um it's actually probably old but it's new to me because we just got disney plus and on disney plus Mm -hmm. is all the net net yeah Yeah. (laughs) the net geo shows are on there and there's one that i really have fucking beef with y'all so i'm gonna change i'm gonna change it drastically so i thought this was gonna be completely support i'm so unprepared no, for this twist no fuck this one for real so i'm gonna change it's either episode one or two episode one probably of kingdom of the white wolf so there's this guy named ronin and ronin has been trying like he has a hard on for watching wolves that are yep. like trusting and he's just trying to get like photos of wolves and there's this place i don't even know where it's at i'm I a terrible person antarctica yeah, so what they said. I can't remember, but there's somewhere where wolves Alaska have never been hunted, so they're very trusting of people because they don't know to fear them yet. So um, he's out at this place, and he's like, we catch up with Ronan. He's out on his little ATV, and he's like, I'm just trying to find this wolf pack. It's all I've wanted to do. And like as we see him crying and struggling trying to find this wolf pack we are following the fucking wolf pack with another camera crew yep. what so yeah. yes all the the camera crew knows where the fucking wolf is ronan knows where the fucking wolf is so it's, we it's like they retcon too because like the wolves he's like oh look there's a dead carcass there's probably gonna be a wolf family here and then there's yeah. already someone at the wolf family as they're like trying to track down that dead carcass yeah like, we see them like go up to the carcass because yeah. the other one already knows so ronan can get fucked all he has to do is talk to the other camera crew like it's so extra we have to see him like he tries to drive through a river where he's obviously gonna get stuck and he has a little man hissy fit like oh man i'm stuck like yeah no shit ronan you know where the wolves (laughs) are don't fucking play with me so there's a moment (laughs) when after the all these wolves gather around this carcass one obviously he knows where they are so he sets Mm -hmm. up his camera and he's around there and one wolf comes up to him because they're trusting but he's they still want to like see what he's about mm-hmm. eventually all of them come and they circle ronin and it's like is he about to get attacked by this pack of wolves because it's one versus like 
eight wolves at mm-hmm. that point. And um, they end up being chill with him, but I'm going to change the ending. The wolves fuck him up. Ronan dies right then and there. Good. And uh, that's the end of the whole series. Wow. I brought the joy. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. You brought more ghosts? More ghosts, yeah. Ronan's here. But nobody wants Ronan around. No, no. Again, no. get fucked, Ronan. Also, Ronan is very bad at naming wolves. One was yeah. like a thin leg, like literally was the name of the fucking wolf. There's thin leg, like clean coat. Yeah, clean coat <laughs> clean was one coat. of them. Yes. <laughs> clean coat. Okay, that one looks like he bathes regularly. Yeah. Clean no. coat it is. Legitimately, that's the mind of Ronan. Wow. This is the fucking, this is how he needs. And you that's can name him anything. Because it's like Nat Geo shows are supposed to be super engaging, not just because you're seeing awesome wildlife, but usually the hosts are really great and like yeah. form you a lot. And so when you got a shitty host, yeah, the show just has to. Yeah, they I gotta kill him off. He's just bad at naming dogs, <laughs> wolves, whatever. They're all very good nice. and they deserve better than him. So, yeah, mm. that's right. I support that. I support that. I also really appreciate that you're utilizing the National Geographic feature of Disney Plus because it's it so cool. Jo- joking that it's like the one nobody wants. And I'm like, I've watched Animals it are like lit as hell. three times already. And that's more than I've watched any other television this yeah. past two weeks. So uh, Nat Geo is lit as fuck. Also, the dog really liked it. So there you yeah, go. we put it on for our puppy because there's other puppies and he likes watching them. Yep. He but does then, indeed. You know, my dog never liked watching dogs, but really loved horses. Oh, oh yeah. he's a horse dog. He's a horse dog. <laughs> You're looking at him a nice Lisa Frank no, I don't horse, think he associated like. with dogs, but he was like, horses? Yeah, I'm probably one of those. I feel these horses, man. <laughs> He's a horse dog, you know. Um, okay, so my change the ending has to do, this is a first, guys, with a Broadway show that yes. we saw. It's uh, called Betrayal. Oh, okay. I can literally sum up this whole show in one sentence. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, there is a couple, a guy and a girl. Uh, the guy is currently cheating on the girl. Oh, sorry. The girl is cheating on the guy with the guy's best friend. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to fuck up your whole breakdown. But this is way more than one <laughs> sentence. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're also adding a visual element for the two of us. Okay. Charlie Cox is my dude. <laughs> Charlie Cox is from Daredevil. He's got the nice ass, right? Uh huh. Yeah. He's the guy who's cheating with the wife, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyways, it's called betrayal because everyone finds out that the triangle of betrayal, everyone's cheating on everyone They're, in the end, like yeah. is, is, is really what it is. And everyone's like, you've betrayed me. No, he didn't know I was betraying her as I was betraying you. And then I betrayed you. Will you be my friend? It's weird. Anyways. Uh, so the ending that actually happens is everyone is like cool with like them just like fucking around in the little triangle and like going off into other fuck triangles and they're like fine with it and they're like whatever we'll just get a divorce and like continue on life and i didn't like that ending because you know there was a lot of betrayal going on and i would like there to be some action so i would like tom hiddleston who is the the husband in the situation to get really mad at his friend who's played by charlie cox aka daredevil aka the best ass in the world and they should go find a nice hallway like a good hallway where they should meet up and like kind of talk it out. So they're going going to meet in this alleyway, we'll call it. But Tom Hiddleston, he's going to come prepared. Always come prepared with a shiv because that's number one when you're going to an alleyway. <laughs> number two, he's coming with some good nunchucks because Tom Hiddleston, you don't know it, but you don't know much about him, but he's good with the chucks. Wow. So um, Charlie Cox. Just really spicing up this Broadway show. Yep, this- Charlie Cox comes into the alleyway and they're about to be talking about, you know, this guy cheating on his wife and he's like oh my god you cheated on my wife and he's like yeah i fucking did and guess what they fight in the alleyway and it's so cool and that's how it ends with a murder is it betrayal by harold pinter no clue it was it is based off of like some book or some shit so probably and no that's a play 
Okay, so. it goes in reverse. Is that sound? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I read it. I think it's by Harold Pinter. And Harold Pinter is known for the Pinter Paws. Yeah, it's by Harold Pinter. I just Googled it. What's a Pinter Paws? What the fuck is everything so, you were saying right now? Uh, Harold Pinter, like, his plays are known for having these long dramatic pauses. And I'm pretty sure oh, that would make sense. his that theory would make sense. is that the silence should speak just as much as the dialogue. And you're supposed to get just as much out of those tense silent moments as mm-hmm. you are for what the characters are saying. And you're supposed to read into that silence for character insight and plot development. No, it none of it like it just like it, I, I'm not saying I agree with it. There is a lot no, see, of uh, playwrights that are doing weird shit that I don't understand or agree with. I just studied a little bit of Pinter. Oh, she just years had to share and her years ago. Oh. Her but no, I'm just oh. saying that it was intentional for the play to end that way, and a lot of people but think oh, I studied Pinter. Betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally literally this this whole concept of a love triangle. It's like he invented it, is what it seemed like. He invented a love yeah, triangle. He invented and like the pinter paws. I'm pretty sure. I know, what they but call. it's like it's just so like over dramatized. Over dramatized on such a simple like concept that has been overdone. And it's yeah. yeah, there's pauses, but the whole staging was literally just a blank stage with a chair and a spinning like thing. And that is it. That was the staging. Um, two Coronas, three whiskeys, <laughs> and a right. tablecloth. Uh, How fucking dare yeah. you forget wow. all those important pieces? Very, very critical to the set. And the You're set right. is clearly <laughs> acting as a character in that moment. So. Yeah. Also, the set, because I almost changed this at one point too, yep. the set had two revolving, um, it was a revolving stage in the yeah, center it but it had two that went the opposite oh, yeah. way so i wanted them to like when they confronted each other to yeah. be an actual confront but uh-huh. then use that turnstile to Ooh. really get some momentum like separate them at times and yeah. bring them close together it was going at like a real slow bpm it was at like probably like two bpm honestly but i want them to bump it up to like 120 and really get some momentum behind that shit i want to see charlie cox fly <laughs> like just grab that chair wwe style and like smack That's around what i'm saying yeah it's I the chair was gonna play such a bigger part i no. was like someone could pick this up and totally beat the shit out of the other person what played the biggest part was that fucking tablecloth yeah, so it really like, did man it was it's a wild play and we could really spice it up it needed to be spiced up i God. do remember thinking like pinter was really boring yeah and i do also remember for that theater class i took was that i had we each had to write a play mm-hmm. and i chose to write mine in the style of pinter because oh. i knew i had to write less dialogue because oh, i so could just put long dramatic pauses yeah. in between yeah, so yeah so that's why i remember the pinter pause a lot we really just went to see charlie cox's ass in person that's fair and tom hiddleston was that, cool. yeah, yeah i support that 100 um cassie for your killing off a nat geo host that's right um which i am you know very <laughs> surprised by and proud of mm-hmm. not quite the joy that i was going for yeah i, w- I didn't get that memo prior to writing joy to viewers though who are Honestly, tired of this host joy? bullshit uh cassie 200 points thank you you're brilliant Murdering. murder <laughs> my brilliant murder and caitlin i really do appreciate because i do remember not enjoying pinter i just want a hallway it. fight scene is that too much to not ask at for all. and i feel like that's what the spice that broadway needs exactly these, we get these action scenes in all the marvel movies and dc shows and everything and we need it on broadway now yeah. also we have two marvel actors we have charlie cox and tom hiddleston it's it's time it's really time so uh 200 points too and guys i think the the ghosts are communicating with me again and they want both of you to roll a d20 okay. to determine who is the weakest at the moment. So oh, whoever gets no. the lowest number. Oh, damn. I got a, I got a one. Oh. So, <laughs> I thought I was in a All lose. right. So whoever got the lowest roll, which is Cassie, is required to share a podcast success. Oh, but um, relive those past podcast highs through that success, but sing of past podcast lows. So share that podcast success. success and I'm sure they're going to communicate to you. 
what to, what, sing. what to sing. So I'm sharing both the success and the fail, but I start with just... You're just sharing your success, and then you're singing whatever they want you to sing. Okay, I'm sharing my podcast success. Yeah. Um, my podcast success is definitely going to be that time when I faked that we won the podcast awards. Oh my God, that was... <laughs> so many people fell for it. Right, it was brilliant. You guys, it brought me so much joy, and it's still, every once in a while, it'll pop up, and somebody will still congratulate us on it. And I have legitimately never been more proud of anything, because when I made it, I didn't think anybody would fall for it no everyone <laughs> i feel like we totally in our voices too we're like yeah we won no. <laughs> well such great winning the best part is that cassie came to that episode with a trophy yeah and we didn't so know funny. that she was coming like a fucking carrot top with this bag and just pulled out a really legit big ass trophy <laughs> that we didn't know was there so but it was legit to the episode <laughs> oh you know it's very clear but that's the best part is only the people like congratulations <laughs> Yeah, never, never listened, listened to it. our show. That was my favorite. All the people like, oh, I totally listened. It was I so had good. Uh, family members calling me or texting me. And <laughs> yeah. they were like, hey, yeah. like, what'd you win? And it was just like, my aunt in Oklahoma. Nothing. <laughs> just the best award. Oh, you did. The biggest award in podcasting ever. Thank you very much. Oh, no. Much. I definitely told people we won. Oh, hell yeah. Well, and it's just no awkward to back out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no one knows. No one's going to be able to contradict it we're taking I, down iheart next year guys <laughs> i just could i could have backed down from because it was genuine like joy for us and i couldn't yeah. be like no guys i fucking lied <laughs> like, it's a joke i lied so hard but yeah also can we just talk shit on the podcast international podcast association and how they're just a bunch of whiny bitches on twitter <laughs> okay just me all right never mind <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry i don't have much you can yet sorry they just tweet all the time how they don't have money or something and they make don't have money it. it takes them a lot of time they do it's a mainly they cry a lot yeah they there. cry oh. it's just constant. i don't follow them because i don't follow criers so oh, oh, oh fucking burn. Fucking burn you guys <laughs> we can make our own award and win it again we're not better that we didn't win that we're not better we lost a host <laughs> no, no, we are not bitter okay we are no so damn proud we're of our two-year history <laughs> uh cassie you still got some singing to do oh yeah i forgot i forgot about my singing how could you forget okay we're back to um the 12 days of christmas yes it's still the 12 days of christmas okay all right on the second day of podcast that doesn't make any sense it's (laughs) fine my co-host gave to me two tales of hemorrhoids (laughs) and a four of fuzzy blankets thank you thank Uh you uh so yeah you get to live a success but then also relive hemorrhoids hemorrhoids i wish that matched up better because you actually didn't share a tale of hemorrhoids no no thank you for that yeah that would be me (laughs) i wasn't gonna call you out directly but it was uh, obvious there's only three of us (laughs) i didn't say i didn't share it could they didn't know that would have been me i outed myself (laughs) you did just like Um, that (laughs) you know what guys i feel like we we just need to take deep breath i feel like it's a good time for us to take an inventory check and while we gather some very necessary resources how about we share some info about other shows with great content Content that you should definitely check out. Hello and welcome to FMK All Day. I'm Erin. And I'm Elizabeth. And on this show, we play no holds barred f- Mary Kill. <laughs> yes, it's true. Only we don't bleep out the bad words. No regrets. Each episode is under 15 minutes, and you can find us on the Scavengers Network and wherever you like to get your podcasts. And uh, we're back, and I feel like we should just start rolling right again. We rolled a six, which is my number. And for my number, I really hate being wrong. Mm-hmm. So Caitlin tries to make me be wrong on the show. Yeah. And did you not, it's not ass centered, right? Because we found that's her power. That's no. my superpower. All things ass, I know. Yeah. It is not ass powered. All right, cool. Um, 
Cassie or McKenna, whatever the fuck your name is. <laughs> hey, me over here. You book person. Don't look at me. Okay. True or false. The space between your eyebrows is called a rosetta. False. Yeah, it's false. It's actually called. It's uh, that's actually the name of the creases in between your wrists. The space uh-huh. between your eyebrows is called the cl- glabella. I've heard of that before. The wrist one. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I also don't know. It's the creases. So, yeah, it's it's actually the name of the creases on the base of your wrists. The thing is, I always forget the wrists are called not hand ankles. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was really just lost on you altogether. So the fact that there was a name for creases in your wrists, I was like, wow. I thought rest. those were just like or wrinkles. I, I feel like, like I've read a lot of um, bad YA where they try to sound more intelligent or literary than they are. And I think a lot of times when they're trying to describe someone who's thinking difficult, like thinking through something difficult, they like describe it as a crease in the glabella or whatever that oh word my is. God, that and I've real. come across it a couple of times and I'm like, what the fuck is this word? So yeah. I look it up because, and that's how I learned. It's like that little space right there. Oh man. Glabella. Yeah. Glabella. So, um, you all yeah, now just know read young adult fiction in your spare time and you'll learn some weird words. Because that's the thing is like they do try to sound smarter. Smart. Yeah. And they use really a lot of use of a thesaurus and like you've uh-huh. got to reach for that one. Obscure words that yeah. nobody uses in casual conversation. So why is this 15 year old thinking it in her mind? I don't know. That was a deep hole. I had no idea you would know anything about that. <laughs> Just weird things stick in my head, guys. You know what? Caitlin, I do think it's time. Cassie shared a success. Why don't you give us a fail? The the God podcast ghosts are bugging me to. Well, Okay. Just to appease the podcast goats. <laughs> I might have chanted child labor. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if I feel good about my voice being out there just chanting <laughs> child labor, <laughs> child labor, child labor in a good, like positive, so like, let's do this. Let's child labor is good because I really don't stand behind. Oh, no, labor. you can't back out of it now. You gave a <laughs> chance. So I, I committed. I did it multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the regret is just, you know, that that sound clip exists. That sound clip mm-hmm. of me chanting child labor is out there and that I stood so firmly behind Don't child labor. politics is all I could say. It's out of a career option. No now. one wants me in politics, McKenna. I think all three of us <laughs> can like count that out now that this podcast has been produced for two years. Politics oh, for, are not in our future. For sure. That was my plan all along, you guys. Yeah. Ruin your political Ruin careers. Our political oh, careers. no. I have all the sound bites. Uh, <laughs> all right. And Caitlin, go ahead and give us a snippet of the song that Ghost wants you to sing. And, you know, it's a happy thing now. On the third day of podcast, my co-host gave to me... Three high fives, two tales of horror. <laughs> it's the thing you have. It's so hard when the ghosts write it out. I should never look at the word. They have bad handwriting. <laughs> I'll start over. On the third day of podcast, my co-host gave to me three high fives, two tails of hemorrhoids, and a fort of fuzzy blankets. Oh, that was beautiful. I feel like you, you should just take over all of our singing. You're welcome. Yes. You really committed to that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give you 50 extra points just for your commitment on singing that song. Thank you. I'm going to roll again. Oh, guys, we rolled at 14, which is our best NPC story of the week. And um, I recently started teaching again. And it's kind of hard when you are teaching a class, you have to kind of figure out what type of vibe you're going to bring and what type of personality. Yeah. And I look very young. Mm -hmm. It has been brought to my attention three times in the past two weeks that I look 12. Not even high school aged. 12. Brought up by those kids or just like... No, just by other adults Mm -hmm. and like grownups. I 
shouldn't call them grown-ups. That makes me sound younger. <laughs> I don't know why they're saying I look 12. The grown-ups are calling me young yeah, again. They make me feel like a little kid. Uh, so, but yeah, other adults in my life have mentioned, and they're strangers, so they don't actually know how old I am. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, you look 12. So... I try to take like kind of a serious vibe in my classroom because I feel like it's the only way I can maintain order. Yeah. As soon as I start to try like seeming cool, they're just going to laugh at me. Mm. Um, there's a lot of insecurity in that too. But my class is kind of a little more serious. We have fun, but I maintain a, a serious presence uh-huh. for my own sanity and uh, practices. But there was a hyper ass teacher who came into my classroom to make some wild announcements. I still, to this day, could not tell you what she was talking about. Uh, but she burst into my classroom. She's my NPC because I could not get myself back on track for the rest of the class. We still had two hours left. Oh, but she man. comes screaming in. She was like, oh, these are most of my students. I know all of them. Oh, my gosh. You guys are having such a good time, right? This is a good class. Like, she was just 100 miles per minute. And then at some point, she started talking about pies and oh, asking what? everyone to vote on their favorite flavors because I guess they were going to have pie. She had a poll in the middle of your she class? She had a poll in wow. the middle of my class about pie flavors. Yes. And she was literally running around the roast asking people, like, what kind of pie do you love? Do you like this pie? We have lemon meringue. Do you guys like lemon meringue? And she was just <laughs> running around my whole class. And I did not, like, she left. She's like, okay, bye. Have a good class. Bye. Oh, my gosh. Have a great class. Have a great class. Bye. She ran out. Like, she probably had already consumed 15 pies, I'm assuming, based on her this energy. sounds like what I I would be if I were a teacher. Yeah. And I sat there and I think my class knew because they kind of just took a minute to like look at their computers and like give me my space <laughs> to process because I had no idea how to transition out of this hyper lady just yeah. storming through my class. And I was like, okay, so grammatically, the sentence I of this sentence would have paid to get a live cam of your face during oh, the it was just straight horror. Well, no, because your face says everything that you're thinking. So Always. like, oh God, I would have paid just to see that. I'm sure my students like, just, just kind of kept like, glancing <laughs> back between the two of us as she's <laughs> hypermanically running around my classroom discussing pie flavors, and I'm sitting there like how am I going to transition back into English composition? Just all the fear, like, oh, no, I got to teach after this. Oh, man. I have to get these students' minds off of pie back into writing. At oh. any moment, though, did you think, hmm, that does sound like a good pie? Did you vote on the pie poll? I yeah. didn't get to vote on, the, vote on the pie poll. And, guys, also, I had, I'm had missing pies. Well, what do you mean? I'm, the, the pies are happening when I'm not on campus. Well, oh. that's the meanest pie, thing. And I don't even get to have some. Wow. wow. I'm also missing our work Thanksgiving potluck. There's a lot of shit happening that I can't. The potluck happens while I'm teaching. Oh, <laughs> that all one? my colleagues get together and have Thanksgiving at a little party and I get to teach my class. Hey, books, that one. That one's intentional. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Probably like, which, which night does McKenna have her class? Yeah. We're going we're gonna to do this then. <laughs> my NPC happened when we were uh on our trip cassie and i we went over to new hampshire and we went to a really cute pumpkin regatta uh we've talked about it before but we did not talk about what happened once the giant pumpkins got into the water Mm. so the giant pumpkins got into the water and we thought okay that's it this is the cool thing people are dressed up and in giant pumpkins no because then a surprise came down river. Guess what it was? It was the mayor on his own little barge dressed as Santa Claus. Of course it was. Yeah. And Santa, that's real early. Oh, yeah. Yes. So 
it was Nightmare Before Christmas themed. Oh, awesome. So all of the pumpkins were kind of Nightmare Before Christmas. There was like a Santa going down. There was a lot of skeleton people. Forget what his name. Jack, Jack skeleton. skeleton. Yeah, sorry. Mm. Um, my apologies to people who like that. Um, and <laughs> Wow. Could you like not have a little judgment in your city? <laughs> I have never watched it. And it's not because it's bad. It's just I have not. And I didn't mean to be judgmental. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I didn't watch it. Anyways. Child labor. <laughs> Child labor. <laughs> sorry. I screamed at the sun. Um, <laughs> that chaos vibe we're going for we got it <laughs> that was very aggressive i don't know how to bounce back after that you live again as a pc and you did it to yourself <laughs> you, you are you're my npc and me all in one <laughs> uh, guys there's no child labor involved in this there Santa, probably was who knows there's probably volunteer Our elves, children i don't know no they he did have two helper elves he and did. they were full-grown adults Good. they were okay so santa comes down river on his little river barge with two little helper elves they then proceed to go into like a little skit like a high school skit very roughly prepared where at one point Santa was thrown into the river. <laughs> At this, the elves turn on him, you guys. The elves turn. And while the elves turn and while he's thrown into the river, they do a complete costume change on this barge. Santa's trying to swim back onto the barge and they throw up all like the Halloween decorations and everything. The chimney out of it comes demons and stuff like like a little like blow up like black wow. thing. Oh yeah. It was, so elaborate. it was a whole production and like no one knew how to respond. <laughs> was the so best I'm just part. kicking Santa off this barge. Well, because there's that. And then also there's giant pumpkins that are still racing like at the same time on the same river. It wasn't that long. <laughs> um, so my NPC was the fact that the fucking mayor of a, of a city did this. The, and, and I like his dedication, though. It was I, so oh, good. There was a lot, a lot of like a lot God, of dedication. God, there's so much to this. So... <laughs> The, the crowd knew how to react to Santa coming down because, yeah, oh, that's like, fun. Oh, that's Santa. cute. But then it literally it was like going. three storylines in one plot. Yep. Like it just kept going. Yep. Also, it started off their like um, their generator couldn't blow up any of the blow up stuff. Oh, so yeah. it was them just kind of like trying to throw it up. Yeah. So um, after like Santa was there, they were throwing out T-shirts and stuff and <sighs> then they took the turn. So it was a little bit confusing because you're hyped on free shit. Mm -hmm. yep. And then they threw Santa in the river. <laughs> but then they couldn't get Santa out of the river. <laughs> <laughs> it was like supposed to be a big struggle but you could tell this guy was, was in a really, a really big santa suit that was full of water in this very very cold river in october in new hampshire and it was very good because they really couldn't get him up yeah so that is the best thing i've ever heard mm -hmm. and oh, then God. they had to try to go back up river so afterwards yeah. while still trying to play into the storyline so yep. beautiful experience very wow. good i love it i like I love these small towns and like their little things that they do. Just so good. Mine is going to come from a recent journey that we had, a recent adventure uh, from our little park day, actually. So we got to witness essentially a full grown adult almost murder a child. Ooh, and it's um, not me. It wasn't Caitlin, no. <laughs> she just puts him to work. She doesn't yeah. murder him. No, she. I'm not going to yell it again. <laughs> <laughs> she can't that's her labor right there like that you Why can't you throw that away labor yeah 
But no, there was this, um, so there was this kind of like suspension bridge or one of those ones that like, (laughs) it really like shakes when you step on it, you know? Uh So, um, (laughs) there was a kid, like the kids were hanging out underneath it because it's, it's a bridge. It's fun to hang out underneath, I guess. It's a very thin gap, mind you. It is very small child width. Yeah. It's not, it's not high off the ground, this bridge. And this full grown adult decides that like, you know, he's going to live his youth. He's going to have a little bit of fun and he's going to run full force on this bridge. Oh no. So us walking up to the bathroom is us witnessing this. So we just hear like these loud smacks and all of a sudden like a child <laughs> just like screams and we're like, what the hell just happened? And you just see this kid like crawl out from underneath this bridge, like holding his head. Stomped on by a grown ass adult. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> oh. he essentially took a two by four to the face. Oh my God. And honestly, the kid just got out. Like the kid was just more scared. Like he didn't yeah, like, it shocked. just frightened him. The kid was totally fine after that. And like, <laughs> I couldn't, know of. I thought the NBC was going to be the dude, the full grown adult who yeah. ran. The NPC is actually the dad who was watching all the kids at the park. Because as soon as this guy left, the dad was just like, hey, don't try to pull an injury. You're still it, man. You haven't tagged anybody. <laughs> I was like, fucking you, savage. <laughs> Good. Keeping his kids honest. He sure was, man. It was that unreal. That's how you raise children. Also, that kid was tough as hell because yeah. he did not cry. I would not recover oh from that God. well. No. My God. It, like, literally, he was completely jumped on. <laughs> completely but- an adult too because i've been jumped on by a child and that shit hurt it's like a six two like probably high schooler dude maybe college dude yeah no he it was a full-grown dude and also it's not just a person like having a person jump on me but not smack down some wood on me with their body weight he's the way the bridge was too it came up and it came like it was some forest behind it oh god it was a it was a beautiful thing to cry to walk up to he went right back to tag so he's fine i mean my parents would have laughed at me and said that's what you get for like hanging out under a bridge yeah so. that's the dude was Seriously, like he was like though. man he probably shouldn't have been under that bridge <laughs> <laughs> we walked up we didn't see the kid go under there yeah. it was just a scream when this guy ran across him. <laughs> it was unreal wow. so yeah that's my NBC. beautiful yeah um cassie for witnessing almost, almost child murder. murder yeah <laughs> and laughing at it and nonchalant's father <laughs> you know, so chill about it just doing his best yeah 120 points Caitlin, yes. for your beautiful Mara Santa Claus story, which I definitely appreciate, 150 points. I'm going to make you guys dive right into Kate, uh, Cassie, share your podcast regret. My podcast regret? There's a couple. Uh, it's probably my biggest one might be like getting like the moment we were finally signed with a network felt really great mm-hmm. until I came out with that episode like real strong with like I was wanted to holding some dicks. And like yep. that, a stranger's yeah. ween, a stranger's, a stranger's ween. ween, and it was it that reputation like kind of just like stuck instantly, and yeah. like that was my introduction into this um very lovely network. Cassie, this I is don't our... know why you're trying to act like this is not a normal thing for you. This is our <laughs> third episode know. with the network. No, you guys. And uh, first one was holding a stranger's ween. Mm-hmm. Second one, Cassie just naked ass out and ass out. Ass I'm fine with that one. A present to everyone. It's it's flat and it's here. Yeah, I'm fine with that one. Um, and now I just chanted child labor. Yeah, we're have a we're very good great. reputation here. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're doing, doing very, very, good. very good. Um, and Caitlin, can you share with us a share something that you're proud of, even if uh, <sighs> other people might uh, call it a fail? So one thing that I've been known as on this podcast since I think the very beginning is uh, a nasty food monster. 
And um, <laughs> and you burp as you uh, and, said that last Yeah, day. yeah, yeah. It happens. Um, but yeah, being known as the nasty food monster. And I do not regret that. I would do that over again. And, um, and you do all the time. It's yep. a, I don't see this turning. No, life, I don't know. feel like growing in that area. What a gift. I'm proud of your lack of growth. Yeah. Until like how to you know, transition out of this. I like, feel like there's, there's some no. places where it's like, yes, you need to work on that. My food choices, though, actually, my butthole says otherwise. Yeah. 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 Think about it. Think yeah. about yeah. it. Well, I'm a nasty food monster. You know what? <laughs> That's a me. Caitlin, because you did so, so great singing your last line. Do you mind singing those last two lines for us? Oh, of course. On the fourth day of podcast, my co-host gave to me two, four slurping sounds. Oh. Three. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I didn't write it wrong, though. The ghosts were correct. Okay. On the fourth day of podcast, my co host gave to me four slurping sounds, three high fives, two tails of hemorrhoids, and a fourth of fluffy blankets. <laughs> This is my favorite thing ever. I know I'm just torturing you right now, but I love this. It's not torture. <laughs> Child labor is torture. <laughs> There's no. your moment. I'm going to throw that sound clip away. That one's not getting... <laughs> There's no redemption for you. Oh, damn it. Do you want to sing about the fifth day, too? Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. On the fifth day of podcast, my co-host gave to me five-star reviews, four slurping sounds, three high fives, two tails of hemorrhoids, and all four of fuzzy blankets. Wow, beautiful. Um, you're going to give it 100 extra points just, yeah! for, just for sharing that with us. You know what? The ghosts are telling me that now's a good time for us to end our show, and they seem really pleased that we just sang their song. Oh, that's all they wanted that was us so to easy. do. Oh, wow. We didn't really even have to like share the fails or anything. They well, just wanted us to sing. Well, okay. I feel like this is the musical version of that. What is that? Where they had the three ghosts? Yeah. Scrooge? Past, present, and future. You're picking up. <laughs> she got there. She got there. It took her an hour, but she got there. Uh, man, <laughs> to watch the mind work is a powerful thing. We just did things that we did in the past, and now we're going to play out the future of our show. Goddamn, Doug. <laughs> that was, I'm sorry. That was a deep inhale. No, I didn't mean to. It wasn't meant to. I tried to hold it back. I was like, sorry. <laughs> Um, all right, so the ghosts are communicating again, and I think I should uh, read what they're trying to tell us. Maybe it'll put more pieces together for Caitlin and for anyone else who was lost. They're saying, to ensure the success of your show for two more years, continue supporting each other and your listeners with blanket forts and crisp high fives, and your show will also continue to succeed. I think that means maybe less hemorrhoid talk. Oh, Because they only mentioned high fives and blanket forts. Yeah, certain, certain, certain aspects. aspects of their song, which was like strangely supportive. For I know, these, it was very nice. You know, ghosts who also brought up the bad stuff, right? Hemorrhoids. And slurping sounds. I'm sorry. The only fails I could think of came from you. <laughs> <laughs> that's fitting. <laughs> I apologize, but that's that's where I went. I am not hurt. So, um, you didn't you know bring what? up child labor, so it's okay. I didn't bring up child labor. Cassie did. Did I? No, I just did. <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> it was me. It was you. Cassie repeated yeah. it. That's yeah. where I was getting. And you know what? Guys, the ghosts are gone. Oh, thank God. They Bye, friends. Us. Bye. Thank oh you. God. Hopefully, you know, we can make it to year three without another ghost visit. But on the note, I think we should share our successes. Um, and I think we should visit a place of overall happiness and success, right? Yeah. So um, for me, one success is two years of podcasting. Yes. It has to be said. I honestly didn't think we were going to get here. Yeah. So we did. Woohoo. Uh, the other mine is we had a really like wholesome brunch over the weekend. We yeah, we did. We our other good friends and we got to visit with the cutest, chubbiest baby in the world. Yeah. And uh, that was my success. It just really made my weekend awesome. 
Yeah, it was a really good time. That's like that's pretty much my success too. Is yeah, that, I think like, it's gonna be all three of us because oh, we all yeah. were there. Yeah. It was like it was. It's been a while since we've been able to get like everyone together, especially because one of us, uh, one of our group, has recently had a baby, has a child. She's also it's, like a full time student too. Full time student, l- like has a job. Yeah, so she's all over the place. It's hard to get. Uh, it's always hard to get people together, but especially mm-hmm. her with the kid. So it was just really good to like the one time we've got to hang out with the kid is like at her house. So Mm -hmm. to see him out in public was like a real joy. And And he's so much more sturdy now. So I really like him. Yeah. He's (laughs) not scared to hold him anymore. No, it's very okay to hold him. He's at durable level. So yeah, yeah. I like him now. That's yeah. My success too. But another part of it was that after we, the group kind of disbanded, like went in half because McKenna and one of our other friends had to go home, but we had an awesome wholesome park day after that too. Mm -hmm. And we just found a nice park and look at a bitch and we uh played like under the sunset like soccer and baseball and it was just so fun like as adults just to go out and play on a, in a park so also was- when you go to parks in rich areas they just leave the toys out oh my That's god amazing yeah yeah me. it was all out there like we walked up to the baseball field there was baseballs out there multiple bases all of it was out there oh and my then- god you could still fucking base it, like legit still a fucking base if you want they don't to. care they just replace it they right rich. they got yeah. money oh. wow. and they had a soccer ball there that's how we were able to play soccer that's how i was and oh my god the soccer goals had the nets on them like so that never wild happens it right at all it was all just set up like ready we don't for even us. have nets on our basketball no, no. like hoops no. right here people gotta no take nets. this home so it was crazy um it was fun and i really enjoyed everyone it was a lot of fun and i liked it Child labor. <laughs> <laughs> good good uh ending on all successes all around just everything uh thank you guys that was wonderful and caitlin before i forget um can you call out the point scribe can we see how we did this episode yeah let me get him we scared away some ghosts so i feel like <gasps> Oh, not that one, though. No. That one came so strong. At the bottom of the leaderboard with 71,610 points is Cassie. In the middle of the leaderboard with 71,806 points is going to be Kate. And at the top of the leaderboard with 71,805 points is going to be McKinney K. Books. <laughs> okay, points grab. Thank you. Thank you. Also, next time when we come in, we don't maybe have to okay, come in boys! so hard. Okay, yeah. we'll have this talk mm-hmm. later, I guess. Yeah, just scream it through the closet door. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, um, it might be the only way to get through i guess i think he's here to stay in this this loud voice but thank you uh for giving us our our points because that was good to know and i thought i gave you guys good points i didn't sorry it is what it is (laughs) (laughs) moving on to all of our listeners if you want to engage with us more interact with us more talk to us um, you can find us on social media we're on facebook instagram and twitter all under at unnatural 20s and we'd love to communicate with you guys you can also be a part of our adventure by writing in any sort of question or topic you want us to talk about number 10 on our adventure log is follow our question so anything you guys write in we will discuss on the show when we land on number 10 and you guys can also engage with us a bit more if you head over to our patreon There you can um, join a tier for as little as $1 a month and you'll get a weekly, a biweekly blog that I put up. If you join higher tiers, you can get things like bonus video content. You can even join a tier to get denim jackets. Yeah. Our denim jackets and become part of our jean jacket fam, which is like the ultimate goal everybody has, right? Oh yeah. That's just the end game. Now, if $1 a month is just a little bit too much and you want some free stuff, we also absolutely understand that. If you head on over to (laughs) Apple podcasts and you go ahead and give us a five-star review, we'll send you guys some free dice 
just go ahead and send a message our way on our social media or you can even email us at unnatural20s at gmail.com and let us know that you sent us wrote us that review and we'll get some cool dice sent your way you can also message us at any time and we'll send you some free stickers yes uh, if you follow our social media you might have seen that we share some posts by some very awesome people who put unnatural 20 stickers basically now just anywhere on their face right anywhere uh, we have multiple headshots and then we have one eyes because they only got eyes for unnatural 20 so oh so some people only have eyes <laughs> shout for out to mike 20. <laughs> some people have unnatural 20s always on their brain yeah yep. uh different ways to share your stickers and your love for our show and we appreciate it all we'll reshare those photos all right and now we need to roll for our next dm see who's going to be the host of the next show and uh, i don't even need to roll because it's going to be cassie it's it's just me. It's Cassie. So um, you can catch her next week. But before we get there, I just want to do a quick little shout out because this show is part of the Scavengers Network. Uh, if you go to their website, scavengersnetwork.com, you can also find so many great shows such as uh, a particular podcast that I'm a huge fan of called Historical Hotties. Yes. Like made for you. Yeah. It's really, it's definitely because it, it's talking about historical figures, what they did to impact history and how hot they are. Yeah. And they rank them. They have different ways that they rank them from their hotness level. They do uh intelligence attractiveness physical attractiveness social like how they've impacted social um, yeah they hit it justice. all and they do one of my favorite points is je ne sais quoi which yeah. is basically That's just awesome. a fancy way of saying like it's what compels people to like you your charisma your mm -hmm. certain aspects about you that makes you attractive um it's a fantastic show they go deep into these people's histories their lives and how attractive they are so definitely check that show out this has been Unnatural 20s. Join us next week for a new adventure on Monday. Child labor! <laughs>